Have you fallen down the cottage industry rabbit hole yet? Well, if not, buckle up, Alice, and click on over to the description in the show notes and sign up. Then you can get ready for the most fun induction into the cult of all things yarn and fiber. This will include, but not limited to, free yarn, free ebooks, patterns, coupons, and much more. You don't want to miss out. listening to Crime Coffee and Crafts, a podcast featuring two crafty besties who love true crime and a good cup of joe. Hey amateur sleuths, I'm Kristen. And I'm Heidi. And today I'm drinking Bones coffee, can you tell? Bones, bones, bones. It's pretty amazing. I have Macamaniac today nice and i love it because you can kind of tell it's a little fear and loathing oh my gosh yes that's awesome but also i thought a coffee with the word maniac in it was fitting for my episode oh okay so we got that bonescoffee.com and this is delicious it smells lovely. It just gives me like Hawaii vibes. Academia. Yeah. Gives me Hawaii vibes. Yum. Makes me think I'm right there. And I haven't been since I was 11. Oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. I went for my um, first time when I was like 23 or 24. Yes. I remember that trip. <clears throat> um artwork i did some podcast artwork yes and i have the first drafts the drawings yes i don't know if i can share them do it um but i bring it up to say this i think we should like make buttons I like and, buttons. And have the different um, things. So, you know, we have our normal logo. Do, right. do, 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 do. Skull mug. Skull mug. Um, which will always be a thing. And then we have our mannequin. Mm-hmm. Our mannequin one. Which... T-shirts are still there, guys. Yeah, get y'all some mannequin t-shirts, please. Help a girl, so, a couple of girls out. So I thought of drawings with things in them that we like holding our skull mug. Right. So I did a gnomey gnome. And y'all, I love fucking gnomes. They're so cool. And look at what he's holding. I just love him. He's drinking our coffee out of our mug. He's drinking our coffee out of our mug. 
He's drinking the brain juice, okay? That's right. And then I love this one too. I haven't done any coloring yet to them because they're just out of my brain into the paper. And zombie hand holding our mug. Nice. Little bit glitchy. Dang it. Get off the internet, people. Oh, was it? Little bit, but yeah. Super How's cool. that? Is that better? Yeah, I like it. So I'm trying to come up with ideas for a whole series of stuff. And then I just played around with our skull. And I did like a bullet hole in a starry night type Ooh. in the desert. That's cool. Not really in this series of drawings, but it was just something I did this week. Right. So there you have it. That's what I got. And I figure, you know, Nomi could um, be different too. Like during the holidays, we can make him into Sienna. So. I'll just leave him as a gnome. Just, but with Sienna, like Santa colors. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I did this week. I was trying to come up with some podcasts. Yeah, just like out of nowhere, Kristen sent me three drawings. And I was like, holy shit, she's having fun. Okay. <laughs> Those are cool. Yeah, I was proud of them. I was glad that they came out well. Um, so... Trigger warnings, not a lot, just, um, I mean, the one in itself is horrific and it's dealing with child murder and oh, parasite yeah. because family. Yikes. Um, <clears throat> when this episode comes out, it will be right after Mother's Day. So happy belated Mother's Day to all who care for things as a mother. Happy Mother's Things Day to all of, the, all of the animal moms, too. That's what I mean. For real, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, yeah. all, the, all the people who care for things as a mother. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. Can even be plants. If you're a plant yes. mother. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I want to dedicate this episode to my mama and all the mothers oh, who have cared for me in shit. some way throughout my life. Because oh. moms are special and wonderful and we thank you. But sadly, sometimes kids don't have the best of mothers. And unfortunately, some moms are not nurturing and they're selfish and they're awful humans. Oh, So oh. today's story... Hold, please. We're back. All right. From an unscheduled commercial break. Yeah. (laughs) We're just a little glitchy and we can't figure out why. So we're just going to do our best, right? Right. Yep. We're going to work through it. We hope it is okay. Yeah. Um, So I was on, speaking of mothers, sometimes kids don't have the best of moms. And unfortunately, they're not nurturing, they're selfish, and just kind of awful human beings. So today's story is one of those such moms. And in 1983, she did a most heinous, egregious act of violence to her three children at that time. And I bring you the story 
of Diane Downs. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I know this one. Yeah, it was it was one of the more televised um, stories at that time because it's terrible. Moms were not known to just outright kill their kids. So, yeah, I will get through all of it, but we're going to start at the beginning. Let's do it. All right. Diane was born Elizabeth Diane Downs, and she dropped that when she got older as like a FU parents. Right. She wanted to go by Diane. So Diane was born August 7th, 1955 in Phoenix, Arizona, to parents Wesley Linden and Willa Dean Fredrickson. Diane publicly accused her father of sexually abusing her when she was 12 years old, but these allegations were unfounded. Kind of gave way to maybe a whole life of lying. Right. Um, Not much is known about her childhood, except that she grew up in a very strict religious home. So she may have said certain things because she was just rebellious and pissed off at her parents and wasn't allowed to do anything uh as she grew up um she went to moon valley high school in phoenix it's kind of a cool sounding high school name yeah i want to go there (laughs) uh that is where she met her husband steve downs and after they graduated, uh, it was November 13th, 1973, she and Steve tied the knot, and she, I believe, was only 17 years old. Yeah. Uh, Steve and Diane had their first baby in 1974 and named her Christy Ann. Diane said in an interview later in life that she like tricked her husband into having a baby like she didn't tell him that she was gonna try yeah and so she had that baby and then uh their second child was Cheryl Lynn and she was born in 1976 and a third child Stephen Daniel was born in 1979 Now, the couple divorced in 1980 because Steve thought their youngest child, who went by Danny, was the result of an affair that Diane had. Apparently, throughout their marriage, she was having multiple affairs. Mm -hmm. And after the divorce to Diane, or after the divorce, Diane tried to become a surrogate mother in order to bring money to the household. She seemed to have an addiction to being pregnant. Yeah. But late, like we find she's a ter- like unfit to be a mom. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for Diane, at that time, she didn't qualify because she failed two psychiatric exams. Shocking. They reported that she showed intelligence but was psychotic yeah i wish that the surrogacy place had like reported this like 
hey, this lady yeah. might not be so great. Yeah, but like also we wish that our system was different and treated these things differently because right. they don't they wouldn't have done anything about it anyway. Yeah. Um later on she did have a child for surrogacy and it was adopted out. Um so the that system is clearly broken because they did end up taking her as a surrogate mm-hmm. mom. So Fucking I don't know. Surgery. They they denied her at one point and then took her back. Um after the divorce, neighbors, acquaintances, friends, and family all stated that Diane was unfit to be a mother mm-hmm. and was always putting everything else before her children. Right. They noted that she was especially mean and nasty to their daughter, Cheryl Lynn, and Cheryl reportedly told people that she was scared of her mother. So the divorce happened. I also want to mention after the first child, after their first kid, mm-hmm. her husband Robert had a vasectomy. Doesn't mean she, anything to me because I know a lot of people that have gotten pregnant after that. Right. But she was having the affairs. So That's true. ended up being that the two younger ones were another man different men's children yeah and um so that's just a side note but um in 1981 diane got a job as a postal carrier for the united states post office what the i'm (laughs) shocked by that because getting a job with usps is really fucking hard yeah i you have to have a pretty clean slate she might have done some favors maybe probably she was promiscuous um she was like let me give you a favor and you make me pregnant again like (laughs) yeah so while she worked the children stayed with her parents her ex-husband steve and the youngest boy's biological father. So like he, wow. he they all like definitely rotated, was took care yeah. of all the kids. Jesus. Uh neighbors reported that Diane never cared for the children properly when they were with her. So probably was very neglectful and yeah, just didn't even like pay attention. Might have been yell yeah. I mean, she could have been a yeller. I don't know. They don't really say much about interactions, but that the kids were not they're scared of their mom. Very interesting because she really, really wanted to be pregnant, but really didn't want kids. Yeah. It's it's really weird. weird. And there is a thing out there there it affects several women where they just want to have, be pregnant right and it even goes so far as some females that want to be pregnant so bad they, they believe, believe that they, they are, are yeah. and then they show symptoms right. of pregnancy yep. like no period a swollen belly yep. 
lots of things. So it, it's interesting what our mind can yeah. do to our bodies. It's very, very, very. And while Diane was working for the post office, she began an affair with a married man named Robert Nick Knickerbocker. He went by Nick. That's a fucking name. Right? Knickerbocker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said her. Wait, what did I say? I didn't. <laughs> I think I called Steve Robert, but I didn't mean to earlier. Sorry, guys. Oh, I don't think you did, but okay. Carry on. Lots of names in here. It's fine. Um, the problem with Diane's boyfriend, Nick, was that he didn't like kids, nor did he ever want children. And he was never going to be with Diane and leave his wife as long as she had children. I mean, she's the same, though. So she didn't like her children either. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's terrible. Boy. Uh, Diane nagged him and nagged him and Nick became more and more suffocated by her and he ended their affair. Damn. Diane moved to Oregon, but she never got over Nick and she became obsessed with him. Apparently this obsession caused her to have a need to kill her children. And Nick had reported to police that Diane had stalked him Yikes. and seemed willing to kill his wife to be with him. He also said he was glad that she moved to Oregon so that he was able to reconcile with his wife. Yeah. So on May 19th, 1983, Diane tried to do just that and end her kids lives uh, she created an elaborate story claiming that she was carjacked on a rural road near springfield oregon by a strange man who shot her and her three children she said he was a shaggy haired man shaggy haired um yeah investigators and hospital staff didn't buy the story that they felt and they felt that she was very suspicious. She was too calm. And due to her behavior during the traumatic event, they considered her highly inappropriate. Mm. And upon arrival at the hospital, Cheryl, who was seven at the time, she was the middle child. She was already dead. Right. Danny, who was three, had been paralyzed from the waist down because he was shot in the back, I think, twice. And Christy, who was eight, had suffered a stroke. And it caused her to um, have issues with speech. So she had to learn how to talk again. But she survived. She did. And luckily so. Um, so... The only other person shot was Diane, and she was shot in her left forearm. Like she, yeah. But that was all she suffered. Those were the only wounds. Um, the claims of a shaggy-haired man carjacking her had no validity. Mm -hmm. 
And while her children were fighting for their lives in the hospital, Diane gave a bunch of media interviews, telling weird stories and maintaining her innocence. She rather seemed to like the media attention and seemed rather calm during all of the Mm. retelling of the stories. There was like, it was three days later, she's on video with detectives and her vehicle showing them what happened with this shy-haired man. And she's like joking around with the officers and just being completely inappropriate. Psycho. She was probably looking for her next baby daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, one of them detectives. It's really weird to me that she just wanted to be pregnant, but hated her children. Yeah. I just don't fucking get it, but I'm also not a psychopath. Right. And she is. Yeah. So the forensic evidence didn't match her story. There was no blood splatter on the driver's side of the door, nor was there any gunpowder residue on the driver door or the interior door panel, which is what she was saying. Right. Was there at her driver door shooting the kids and fighting with her and then she pretended to throw the keys into the woods and really she had the keys and she got back in the car and sped away fast to the hospital hero of the story where she actually was the villain yes uh diane's ex-husband steve and nick her ex-boyfriend told authorities that diane had a 22 caliber handgun and investigators later discovered that she had bought the handgun in Arizona. While they were unable to find the weapon, they did find unfired casings in her home with extractor markings from the murder weapon. Shit. Yeah. Um, Some of the worst uh, damaging evidence was that witnesses saw her car driving very slowly towards the hospital like five miles an hour slow that's really fucking it's hard to do 10 miles an hour it's really hard to even 20 is real impossible that is insane to just be going like i like yeah we're going to the hospital taking my foot off the brake my car goes faster than that without touching the accelerator so right and so these claims contradicted her her um claim of driving to the hospital at a high speed after the shooting right um due to that and the additional evidence diane was arrested february 28th 1984 nine months after the shooting and was charged with one count of murder and two counts of attempted murder and criminal assault Hmm. why wasn't it two counts of murder i want to know because there was only one child that was dead no one was paralyzed waist down and the other had a stroke shit yeah the boy the the oldest girl and the youngest boy okay fine well not fine not fine but they they were alive um at trial prosecutors explain that Diane wanted to get rid of her children so that she could continue her affair with Nick, who didn't want kids. But interestingly enough, at trial, Uh. 
Diane was eight months pregnant. Who's shocked by that one, not me? The month after she tried to kill her kids. She she got pregnant. Got pregnant. All right. Um, Who's the father? Diane's daughter. No idea. We don't know. Diane's daughter, Christy, the one who had the stroke, recovered her ability to speak. They had to, they, and she took the stand. Poor thing. Yeah. Um, She had to retell the terrifying story of how her mother shot her, her brother, and her sister. The poor girl went through so much in her life already and was only nine years old at trial. I, I just can't. It's so insane to me. Heartbreaking. Like, yeah. Just gut-wrenching. Yeah. That little girl was brave and definitely a survivor. And the jury did not have to deliberate long, nor did they take much to convince them that Diane was guilty on all charges. Psychiatrists had diagnosed her during pretrial as being a narcissistic, histrionic, with antisocial personality disorder, mm-hmm. but an insanity defense could not help her get out of this one. No. Then she was sentenced to life plus 50 years in prison. Not enough. No. <laughs> um, no. Do you talk about the song at all? That was playing when she did this? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I don't even want to say it because it ruined it for me a little bit. Every time I hear it, I think of her now. Mm. Well, for anybody who wants to know what song it was that was playing, go look it up yourself because I'm not going to ruin it for everybody <laughs> else. Um, so she got her sentence. <laughs> During lockup, Diane decided to escape. Yeah. On July 11th, 1987, from the Oregon Women's Correctional Center. Fucking but crazy. it didn't take them long for police to recapture her on June 21st. You want to know where she was? Getting fucking knocked up <laughs> again. <laughs> she was at a cellmate's husband's. <laughs> like, bruh, what in the world, ma'am? For real. <laughs> what got inside your brain? Like, she just has to be pregnant all the time. Or just man attention seeking whore. Well, I mean, it's not even so much that she like just wants to be pregnant and the only way for her to get pregnant is to be with men yeah because nobody's gonna give her sperm donor sperm <laughs> you know what i mean I like, not. just go buy it at the store because they're not gonna give it to her they're gonna be like yeah. this bitch is there's something wrong yeah yikes well due to her jailbreak she was sentenced to an additional five years in prison to be served simultaneously with her current sentence so that was nothing nothing at all okay Okay. 
After 25 years, it was time for the parole consideration for Diane. Diane Downs is considered a dangerous offender. And under Oregon law, it means she will be eligible for a parole hearing every two years until she's released or dies behind bars. Fuck yeah. She's fucking. Yeah. In her first parole meeting, the um, murderous mother reaffirmed her innocence she says over the years she explained i have told you and the rest of the world that a man shot me and my children i have never changed my story because it matters that you never changed your story how about i love my children and i would never harm them did she ever once say that Probably fucking not. None of it was ever about her children. It was all about her. Um, She says... um, Well, anyways, she didn't uh, get paroled. Good. She she didn't get paroled. (laughs) Um, The Lane County District Attorney Douglas Herklerode... Herklerode? That's a name. He wrote to the parole board, Downs continues to fail to demonstrate any honest insight into her criminal behavior. Even after her convictions, she continues to fabricate new versions of events under which the crimes occurred. Diane alternately refers to her attacker as a bushy-haired stranger, not just a, what did I say earlier? Shaggy. Shaggy-haired uh stranger she said also two men wearing ski masks or drug dealers okay so she's changing her story now yeah so she can't keep her story straight and nobody believes her and she's just insane she just continues to lie yeah um the two surviving children were taken in by Fred Hughey, which was, he was the prosecutor of the case. Okay. My question is why Christy wasn't taken in by her father? Like, maybe he was. The oldest one to- was supposed to be his, but I guess he just cut his whole I honestly losses. think that probably it's what's best for her. Oh, I guarantee this life that she got to live with this prosecutor and his wife was a much better option. Yeah. Um, They, uh, Fred and Joanne adopted them after the trial. And as I mentioned earlier, Diane was pregnant with a fourth child in court. She had her baby in jail a month after her trial ended and named her daughter Amy. Ten days before her sentencing, the baby was seized by the state of Oregon. And soon after, she was adopted by a loving family and renamed Rebecca Becky Babcock. Or she goes by Becky. Right. She grew up not knowing who her mother was, but she always was curious. Oh, no. Diane's child Becky appeared on the Oprah Winfrey show in 2010 and shared her heartbreaking story. 
She also did an interview with 2020 deal detailing her life's downward spiral after she found out who her birth mother was. She now says the impact of Diane Downs being my mom has altered the course of my life so many times, but I'm on track and really happy with the life with the way life is. It's nice to know she's doing well now, but she went through a lot to achieve that happiness. So even though she was not raised by this woman, later on she found out who so she she had a lot of problems right as a teenager and uh uh early 20s and had a child um when she was a teenager like there was a lot of things she was worried that she was going to be her mom just right. even though she wasn't raised by her just having her genetic up it yes. messed with her but now in her later life she's happy and she's good that's good um, a side note, true crime author Anne Rule, known for her book, The Stranger Beside Me, about serial killer Oof. Ted Bundy, yikes, wrote Small Sacrifices in 1987, a story detailing the life of Diane Downs. Small Sacrifices was turned into a made-for-TV movie in 1989 with Farrah Fawcett starring as Downs. Oh, Farrah. It is, it is on YouTube. It's a two-part movie. It's nice. It's not very good production, but so like, Farrah. But it's it's yeah. Farrah and her hair. Anne Rule and Diane Downs appeared on the Oprah Winfrey Show, and people continue to be shocked by this unbelievable story. Diane still maintains her innocence despite the clear evidence that she is lying. Uh, yeah, she's not yeah. lying. It seems like the pathological liar may actually believe her false stories, which is what most narcissists do. Well, yeah, they lie so they long that they actually believe it. Yeah, they believe the diarrhea that flows out of their mouths. Yes. Like, it's terrible. I like Diane. that. Diarrhea <laughs> flowing out of their mouths. <laughs> Diane is 66 years old and she was relocated I think in 2010 to California at the Valley state prison for women. Oh. Uh, she was up for parole last year and mm -hmm. they denied it. Good. I think the next time she gets to go up is 2025. Come on, somebody step in and keep showing up to those hearings and don't let this bitch out. Cause yeah, seriously. Um, by all accounts, everyone is, everyone else is fine and living their lives yeah. uh her ex-husband steve is still living in oregon her ex-boyfriend nick reconciled with the wife and they that is in the past right. so they're living happy and the they don't say much about danny the boy yeah but um, he was he he is paralyzed, so he lived life of in a wheelchair. But he had a happy childhood, and right. um, the daughter Christy, she had struggles with her speech continuously mm -hmm. throughout her life. But she did marry and have kids. And wow, mm -hmm. yeah, it's. This was a very different, like in the 80s, they really, it was probably one of the biggest 
blown up stories. Yeah, because I think that that was the first real. She was kind of the first real mom publicized. Yeah. I mean, now tried to kill her kids. There's now I feel like it's kind of normalized, but like still not okay. Yeah, I once transported a lady on a warrant that uh, was being charged with killing her four kids in a bathtub. Yeah, like, why are we doing this? Why are we having children and doing this stuff? Stop being mean, people. Quit being shitheads. Quit being mean. I finally watched the Casey Anthony thing. Or I didn't watch, like, the special on it. I watched a specific show that's... um, I'll have to look it up. It's one of the crime scene investigators. The Netflix one? Yeah. Or no, I think it's on Discovery Plus. She has her own show now that she was a crime scene investigator. And she was the first investigator on the scene when Mm -hmm. for that whole thing when they found Kaylee Anthony's remains. Gotcha. Um, I highly recommend it. And I can't remember the name of it, but she's got pink hair. She's super cool. Nice. Yeah. So I wish we could do that. I mean. (laughs) <laughs> go let's go solve some crimes yes yes cold cases let's do it oh gosh i need more coffee y'all more. i have so much i just really need more sleep that's the reality here but i have been going on no sleep for like 15 years now diane dan sucks ass she's terrible human being and if you're listening diane and i hope you do listen one day right fuck right off you're awful you're disgusting human being yeah and how dare you lie this poor kid don't even try lying about that shit we all know you did it we all know yeah um here's another thing i know we talked about despicable things that a mom could do but the moms in our lives are absolutely wonderful, amazing human beings. Yes, mama. And we are extremely thankful, appreciative of our moms. My mom works her tail off every day and never gets a single paycheck. That's true. <laughs> She's got the hardest job I know. And that's helping me. (laughs) (laughs) She's the assistant to Kristen's household, basically. And holy hell. Yeah. So happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mom's Day. Yeah. I'm a sin. I love you, too. And, uh... (sighs) Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Blah fucking diane downs all right now you're gonna have to tell me the song because i am drawing i'll tell you after we hit i know you will i know you will. (laughs) (laughs) all right until next time y'all that's all we got for today yeah for now thanks for listening to crime coffee and crafts If you love our podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This helps us more than you know. If you really love us and want to support us, go to our website at www.crimecoffeeandcrafts.com. 
From there, you can join our Patreon, shop our merch, and find us on social media.